Let's give her. Give her Green River. Green River? Have you never heard that? No. Give her Green River? No. Oh, my dad says all the time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what Green River means unless, like, Green Light Go. It's been so weird, just like not recording. Yeah, wait, well, yeah, we pre-recorded for Christmas and then New Year's, mm-hmm. and then now we're recording this on the day we would have released, um, but we took a week off. Yes, because I moved. Yeah, <laughs> my life got real hectic real fast. <laughs> yeah, holiday season was crazy, and then everyone was sick, and yeah. then Journey just moved. Yeah. And so welcome to the new studio. Yes. It will change many times as we figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. The space is like just too tight for like a couch and a chair. And so we might just get three chairs and yeah, it literally doesn't affect any of the audio listeners. No, not at all. Primary <laughs> listening capacity. But that's okay. But everything social media and visually. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Whatever. It's now a fun I get project. to showcase some of my fun skull photos, so I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this will be really fun. And yeah. this, so we did a poll on our Instagram. I don't know. You guys probably saw that. And we were trying to decide a name for the plant that usually sits by Michaela's feet. Mm-hmm. And now he's just right front and center. We decided he needed to have his own little mm-hmm. thing. Maybe I'll get him like a little clip-on microphone or something. Yeah, <laughs> really cute. Um, and so we we came up with a name. We gave you guys name options. Um, Most of you guys chose Manny. Yeah, Manny won by like a landslide. Because, but that was our least favorite name. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to ignore the opinions altogether. And his name is Simon Terry. Yep, Simon Terry slaps. <laughs> Yes, that's what we have christened our new plant, Simon Terry Slaps. Yeah, he just felt, Simon felt right, mm-hmm. so. And Terry's kind of fun, because he's a Monstera plant, right, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so introducing yeah. Simon Terry Slaps. <laughs> Maybe Jeremy the Skeleton right there, I don't know. Jeremy the Skeleton. And my little, fr- my little Fernando um, Skull, he didn't make it in this scene, but he'll be back. Again, doesn't concern any of the audio <laughs> listeners whatsoever. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, I really need to watch the YouTube to know what they're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, no, long story short, Journey moved. We have a new studio, um, which doesn't affect you guys at all, but makes Journey's living situation so much it's easier. so much nicer. Because yeah. now instead of just annoying the boys, we can just like close the door and lock them out and just be like, we're recording. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a fun little on-air sign. Yeah. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah. It'll be good. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, we hope everyone had great holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent Christmas at the cabin, and then I spent New Year's in Golden with my cousins. That's super fun. I never did my New Year's photo shoot, though. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I was going to do that, but we'll see. Maybe I'll just... Do a fun Valentine's Day photo shoot. For myself. Yeah. Good. That would be really fun. Just do, like... You can either do, like, a really edgy, like, broken heart one, where you're, like, ripping hearts or something, or, like, an anti-Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or just, like, a really cheesy, like, heart sunglasses, lollipops, pink, reds. 
totally not edgy. your style. I might do edgy roses. I think it'd be so Love fun. Love myself kind of thing. Yeah. Ooh, that's fun. Fun idea. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I got ideas. So many ideas. Yeah. Um, I did Christmas with... Um, both my boyfriend's family and my family, and it was super fun. We just had a game day. Um, we played beer pong with water, which was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then Cards Against Humanity, which I bought Bryce for Christmas, which was just so much fun and added another element. Yeah. And I got to hear every single person in our family say fuck, and that was awesome. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> From a family that doesn't swear. <laughs> yeah, like no one all. swears. <laughs> On either side. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then New Year's, um, yeah, we just hung out. Bryce's brother invited us over to hang out at his house, um, which is like a 200-square-foot basement suite. <laughs> so we just kind of just, we just chilled like sardines in there and watched them play <laughs> Call of Duty, and I was like, woo, this is fun. <laughs> but it was nice to spend it with family. And then, like, um, they kept counting down to New Year's Eve, like, every 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> Abe would go, it's New Year's, guys, like, 10, 9, 8. And then everyone would be like, oh, my gosh, is it actually New Year's? And they'd all, like, check their phones. It was, like, 9.30. I'm like, no, you guys, it's not New Year's at all. What are you doing? And so then they almost all missed the actual New Year's. And I was like, hey, you guys, like, we need to start counting down. So me and the only other girl that was there, like, we started counting down. And Bryce and Waylon were arm wrestling. So they arm wrestled for New Year's. <laughs> I was like, cool, thank you. I'll just be over here. <laughs> but it was super fun. Oh, that sounds like a great time. Yeah, it was good. Lots of time with family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we're going to get into it. Yes. Our episode today is all about attachment styles. Yeah. We've been referencing this concept through many of our yes. stuff, especially when it comes to like, love and relationships. Definitely, do play a big part in that. Exactly. Yeah, and not even like romantic mm. relationships, even just like friend relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I've been noticing really recently, like how friends act yeah. as little groups. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, breeds insecurity and yeah, all these type of things. So exactly, so much fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, Michaela, what is an attachment style? <laughs> most of the research because i was like mac my life is in chaos i just need i need you to do this (laughs) yeah so attachment styles comes from attachment theory um which was coined by john bobley some basic bulby 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 b-o-w-l-b-y that's so fun it's got an interesting name um side note for all the psychology stuff whenever i hear his name i think of this like blow up clown doll you know those that you can walk around oh yeah because i think in some psych video when i was doing this in the kids room that they mm-hmm. i think they had one of those like they definitely clown did dolls. yeah and so whenever i think of john bobley i think of that clown doll oh my goodness that's really creepy yeah that's yeah that's not an image you want to associate with someone no but <laughs> bobley like bobley the clown makes sense mm-hmm. in my brain um so ta- he created the term attachment theory um and it's based off the concept of like children are biologically predisposed to develop attachments to caregivers as means of increasing their chances of survival yeah so that was his theory and it makes sense (laughs) Um, yeah definitely that's kind of your role as an infant well yeah especially with humans we're so not like weak in the sense but like we're the we're 
a form of mammal where you are so dependent on your mother when you are first born. We're not like horses or whatever who can get up and run away and defend themselves, but like mm-hmm. we're solely dependent on our caregivers. Yeah. And so then that's where the term like secure base comes into into play. Secure base is the idea um, that the presence of a trusted caregiver provides an infant or toddler with a sense of security to make it possible for the child to explore the environment. Right. And so if you don't trust your parent or if everything seems crazy, then you're, it kind of shows your attachment style. Yeah. And so that's where um, Mary Ainsworth created the strange situation procedure, which is exactly that. They bring a kid mm-hmm. into a room the parents leave and they see how the kid reacts. Right. And so this kind of shows the four attachment styles. The four um, patterns of attachment are secure, insecure, anxious, avoidant, insecure, anxious, resistant, or disorganized. Okay. Um, and so the secure attachment is about 50 to 70% of kids oh, have a secure attachment. That feels like a good percentage. It does. Yeah. I'm wondering if they were to redo it now. If it'd be if it would different. change. Yeah, because when... Do you know when he did this study? I don't know when these percentages were oh, okay. given. Yeah. These percentages have been from my university career. And so this oh, okay. is for my second year notes and my fourth year notes. Right. Okay. Was about the same. So... Yeah. I don't know if in recent one, if attachment styles have are more anxious because everyone's more anxious. Yeah. I wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, something to consider. Um, and so if you have a secure attachment style, the infant obtains both comfort and confidence from the presence of his or her caregiver. Yeah. So the next one is uh, insecure avoidant, which is about 10 to 20% of toddlers have this attachment style. Okay. And so this is the one where like an infant doesn't really care if their parents are in the room or if they leave. Right. So they're very um, dismissive to their parents' presence. Oh, okay. And so in a lot of cases, and we'll touch more on how this happens, a lot of cases this comes from, like, a parent who neglected or told the kid to, like, suck it up and it doesn't really matter. So they're kind of like, I don't really care if you're here or not. Or even just, like, the, oh, I'm busy. Like, not right now, I'm busy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, The next anxious attachment style is like anxious anxious <laughs> okay um and it's another again 10 to 20 percent of uh children have this percentage as well okay and this one the infant becomes very upset from separation of the caregiver and then both resists and seeks contact on reunion so they feel abandoned when they leave okay but then it's mixed if they want to be close to them when they return or not Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel neglected, abandoned. Yeah. XYZ. Right. And the last one is about 5 to 10% of infants. And it is disorganized, which is like an inconsistent reaction on caregivers. Sometimes they cry. Okay. Sometimes they don't care. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they're sad. Oh, interesting. So there's no... Um, they have no knowledge of what to do when the parent returns. Oh, okay. Like at all. So, is that because they, like, the parent's always there, or the parent's always gone? Like... The parent's inconsistent. Right. And so, they don't know how to react to... Okay. Like, if it's a parent who is um, loving one minute, Mm -hmm. and then beating you the next minute... Yeah. 
and then being like, why don't you love me? Why aren't you hanging out with me? Right. And then screaming at you like you're the worst thing ever. Yeah. Right. No, that definitely Sometime- breeds a very inconsistent reaction. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're going to get your diaper changed. Other times you're going to sit in your soil for three days. Right. Like it's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and disorganized often comes from kids like in the system who don't necessarily oh. have a caregiver. That makes sense. Yeah. And mm-hmm. especially, like, you never know what you're going to get in, a like, a foster home or a placement or anything as well. Exactly. Right. Okay. That's really sad. Yeah. Uh, it's not fun. And then so, yeah, so disorganized doesn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Secure children will be happy when the parent returns. Right. And insecure will not react. Yeah. Or will react, like, slow to warm, kind of off. Okay. Stand yeah. yeah, you have to prove that you're there for good things. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to growing up, securely attached children often show better social adjustment, have better social skills, use good and appropriate emotional expression and communication, mm-hmm. whereas insecure and avoidant children show inhibitive emotional responsiveness and do not seek comfort from other people. Okay, so they just, like, depend on themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, securely attached children also develop positive social expectations, understand... Um, reciprocity in, re- in relationships are confident, enthusiastic, and friendly, and have high quality, long friendships, and are very popular with their peers. In- okay. Yeah, insecurely attached children have difficulty with peer relationships, get hostile, and perceive others as hostile. Are not happy with peers, express less sympathy and pro-social behavior, and have poor conflict resolution skills. Hmm. Which is, I'm sure, just from those descriptions alone, you can already think of kids you went to school with yeah definitely or maybe you can think of something like yourself like yeah i don't know when you self-analyze it (laughs) yeah definitely um and something to note is that their parenting styles come into play here yes i was looking at that in your notes and how um there's like the difference between an authoritative versus like a not authoritative yeah parent and i feel like that's a really interesting kind of topic to get into especially mm-hmm. now with the rise of gentle parenting yeah and how everyone's freaking out about that well and there's like there's authoritative and authoritarian right, right and they're right. very different um yeah so basically parenting styles pioneered by diana i'm gonna butcher this bone rind in 1973 that's right. when she coined this term and so it kind of talks about the four types of parenting styles, which is authoritarian, authoritative, permissive, and uninvolved. Right. And different attachment styles kind of more correlate with each parenting style. Yeah, definitely. So an authoritative parent often gives the most secure uh, oh, Okay. And so what's an example of like what an authoritative parent would do? So they set limits but they listen okay and they're very flexible mm-hmm. so they're like these are the rules you can't break these rules yeah however i'm not going to lose it at you if you break these right. rules kind of thing okay so yeah very f- that feels fair yeah. authoritative like a good sentence for it is share the toy because it's important to take turns and share what we have okay so then authoritative would be more of what gentle parents parents are trying to achieve and then authoritarian is where it causes issues. Authoritarian is share the toy right now because I said so. Right. Um, and so they're, they have high behavior standards. They're strict punishment of misconduct and little communication. Right. 
Uh, permissive is high nurturance and communication with little discipline, guidance, or control. I am afraid that's how I'm going to parent. <laughs> I think you're going to bounce between authoritarian and permissive. Yeah. Which is going to be make a disorganized. Yeah, I know. I'm just not ready for that. <laughs> and then uninvolved is indifferent and unaware of what happens in a child's life. Yeah. Right? So uh, permissive is share the toy if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's where some gentle parenting goes as well, though. Yeah. And then uninvolved is, I don't care what you do with the toy. Yeah. Right. And so all of those often lead to your attachment style, like with depending on, even if one parent's more different than the other, you might mm-hmm. feel more secure towards one parent right. than the other, which then affects your attachment style. Yeah. Whole convoluted yeah, circumstance thing. Yeah. So like... What, when do your attachment styles kind of, like, form? Well, as as a kid. So, pre-attachment is birth to six weeks, and that's when the baby initiates signals to obtain comfort. Right. Often known as crying. Yeah. Um, attachment in the making is six weeks to six to eight months, and so that's when the baby start ref- responding to familiar faces by smiling, laughing, babbling. Right. Clear-cut attachment happens at six to eight months to one and a half years. So your attachment style is, like, set by the time you're two. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, one and a half. Yeah. Pretty well, much. Okay, well, yeah, so, set by two. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, it was very interesting taking the attachment style test um, to kind of... Because we both took the attachment style test to figure out what we were. Um, and it was like, well, how did you feel in early childhood? But if, like, my attachment was being set up before I was two years old, I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I've got, I cannot answer this question because it's, like, yeah, I, like, I think, because who I am now is so different than, like, I don't know, who I was at two, obviously, but. Well, that's when you actively seek comfort with caregivers, and then reciprocal relationships is one and a half to two and older. So that's okay. an increased understanding of parents' feelings, allowing a more mutual relationship. Oh, interesting. I didn't get that until I was, like, 20. Okay. No, but I, like, I didn't really, like, it wasn't until I, like, moved out and was on my own that I began to have a greater understanding of my parents' emotions, but in, like, I guess a broader sense than what they're meaning. Yeah. 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 And and that's one thing that I've noticed, like, with styles that, or uh, is a concept with styles, too. They are flexible. And I think they are different romantically and parentally. Yes. Even though your parents influence what your idea of love is. Because mm-hmm. your first knowledge of love, again, um, mm-hmm. go back to love languages. Exactly. Is what you see from your parents. Yeah, what's modeled to you. Exactly. Or not parents, guardians, caregivers. Exactly. People you look up to. What you're modeled is, is what you then often seek for yeah however that's not always the case yeah well i was mm-hmm. researching a little bit of like can attachment styles change over time mm-hmm. and it was like yes um and like often like what we'll see is like if someone has like a secure attachment style but then they experience like a very traumatic loss of like either a parent or a really close loved ones then they will kind of shift to either like insecure um like avoidant or something yeah and like it'll change quite drastically yeah or like um if you have so if you're coming from like the anxious avoidant and then you experience a really really stable relationship and it kind of like you're secure in that relationship yeah you can kind of flip flop 
Exactly. Um, and so some predictors of attachment types um, in children. Secure attachment is most likely if the parent is usually sensitive and responsive to the infant's needs. Mm-hmm. The infant-parent relationship has a high... Um, syn- oh my God, why can't I spell this word? Synchronicity? Synchronicity? If they're in sync. Yeah. If the infant's temperament is easy, mm-hmm. quote unquote, um, if the parents are not stressed about income, other children, or their marriage. Okay. And if the parents have a working model of secure attachment to their own parents. Oh. Insecure attachment is more likely if the parent mistreats the child, mm-hmm. um, different types of neglect, abuse, etc. If the mother is mentally ill. Oh, okay. So depression, paranoia, etc. Right. Um, if the parents are highly stressed about income or other children or their marriage, or if the parents are intrusive and controlling, mm-hmm. or if the parents are active alcoholics or substance abusers. Yeah. And if the children, if the child's temperament is quote unquote difficult, or if the child's temperament is slow to warm. And so the, the three temperaments are easy, difficult, slow to warm. Right. I am very slow to warm. <laughs> I am very easy. Yeah? Yeah. 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 That's very interesting because when they started saying, putting it on the child, I was like, don't victim blame. Um, <laughs> that was my like knee-jerk reaction. It was like, you can't just put this on a child. Like, they don't, yeah. they're learning everything. But temperament but is it's outside like, of, yeah. of all of this. Temperament yeah, is just how, how you, you are just as a world. person. Yeah. And I can meet someone. I can talk to them for hours. Yeah. Do I trust them? Absolutely not. Yeah. And see, I, I'm so trustworthy. It's almost an issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I definitely would be very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so all of these, yeah, those are just predictors, right? It's mm-hmm. not necessarily what happens, but, and you can see even from that list why it might lead to an yeah. avoidant or a very hostile kid growing up, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're modeled hostility and avoidance and yeah. You can't trust anyone. Or if there's some other, like, undiagnosed mental illness or something, or, like, something else going on behind the scenes that can kind of make the parents' reaction to how they're acting less nice. Yeah. This other um, image that I have from my notes that shows attachment styles, and so it's, like, the north-south is positive model and negative model of others. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the east-west is positive of self and negative of self. Right. And so the so the northwest, so high model of others and negative model of self mm-hmm. often leads to an anxious person. Okay. Or anxious yeah. attachment style. The southwest is a negative model of others and negative model of self is like a fearful. Yeah, fearful attachment avoidant. Style. Is that what it is? Um, fearful, like disorganized more so. That's what this, again, all these graphs have different names. I know. It's kind of like one of those things where it's really hard. No one calls it by the same thing. Exactly. But the fearful in this, in this uh, scenario would be disorganized. Okay. The negative model of others and the positive model of self leads to an avoidant child. Okay. It's like, I'm not the issue. You're the issue. Like piss off, get out of my face. Yeah. And then obviously positive of self and positive others leads to an insecure attachment. Right. I think that this is very different between parents and romantic relationships. 
Okay, so that's <laughs> when you did the test, did was there a relationships page? Yeah. Did you and you clicked the I'm single. Yeah. And there was still like a relationships page. Yeah. Then why does it why do they care if they're just gonna give you the same questions anyways? <laughs> okay, never mind. I don't know. That ruins my theory. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that's what I saw. So the quiz that we did, the quiz that we chose, there's many quizzes online. I said to Jern, yeah, let's do this one. Yeah. Because I liked how it gave parent figures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four pages, so two for mom, two for dad, yeah. or male, female. Yeah, they had caregiver equipment. one, caregiver two. Yeah. And then um, one for relationships and one for just, like, other, just general population. Mm-hmm. So that's what I liked about this quiz. That's fun. I completely forgot about the other page. I've got no memory of that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I chose that one, because... A lot of the other ones were relationship focused. I'm yeah. not in a relationship. Yeah, right? Like and it's it applies to other yeah. relationships. Like I date, I'm standoffish. Yeah. But I can't really act on how I am in a relationship. Exactly. What was your response or what was your results from that one? I got secure. Shut up. I did. So I guess what I got? I don't know. Cause I would have thought you would got secure. But then I got secure. So I'm like, I don't know. I got anxious. <laughs> I love Which, that we just like switched. It boggles like, my mind based on how we perceive the world. It's the first time we've gotten a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I know. And so this is why like I think I maybe I'm in denial. I just I think it's different though because my relationships with my parents are both very good. Mm-hmm. And I and the key distinguishing factor of, like, um, anxious is that you have a low self-image. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a low self-image. I would not consider myself yeah. to be one harping on my... Or negative sense of self. Yeah. Yeah. Am I delusional? Am I in denial? I don't know, but I just... Yeah. I never identify as being, like, a non... A not confident... Yeah. Person. But, like... I feel like when you get, like, deep into your feels... Yeah. You kind of dip a little bit. Yeah. To, like, where I can see that. But I definitely didn't think that that would... But still not enough to have, like, a negative self-image, quote-unquote. Right? And so when we... I'll touch... First of all, I'll just dive into it here. So, as adults... Securely attached adults tend to hold positive self-image and positive image of others, mm-hmm. meaning that they both have a sense of worthiness and an expectation that other people are generally accepting and responsive. Which makes sense. That that works for me. Yeah. I definitely, like... I, I've, yeah, that fits. So, like, secure lovers characterize our most important romantic relationships as happy and trusting. Mm-hmm. They're able to support their partners despite the partner's faults. Yes. I, which yeah. is very much who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) individuals with an anxious attachment hold a negative self-image and a positive image of others meaning they have a sense of unworthiness but generally evaluate others as positively i often look at the best in others but i wouldn't say i have a i look at the worst in myself and see i would think you would almost have not like a negative self-image of others but you're definitely more like wary i'm slow to warm yeah yeah yeah, extremely. And so it's yeah. like, how much of a role does that play? Well, and that's probably why it says anxious, mm-hmm. right? Um, so such individuals, according apparently me, 
crave intimacy, but also remain anxious regarding whether their other romantic partners will meet their emotional needs. And I resonate with that statement. Yes, 100%. Because that's my main skeptic is when I am dating. I'm like, I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't buy a word you're saying. Well, yeah. It's all words until there's actions, right? Like. Exactly. Autonomy and independence can make them feel anxious. I do not feel anxious by independence. So I almost thought I'd be more avoidant. Yeah. For that reason. Definitely. Because I'm like, piss off, I'll do it on my own. Yeah. Weird. But did that. Right? Yeah. Like, for me to get avoidant makes more sense in my brain. Definitely. Than, and so here's avoidant. Avoidant is a, dim- a dismissive attachment style that is demonstrated by adults who hold a positive self-image and a negative one of others. That's what I would put you under. Exactly. Their internal working model is based on an avoidant attachment based during infant infancy. I had a secu- I think I have a secure relationship with my parents. Yeah, definitely. They're always there to support me. There was never any wariness of like housing, food. They always they're like do whatever you want. Yeah. They had high expectations, but they parented with an open palm. Right. And I feel like I can talk to either parent about anything at any time. Do you think because the term glass child's coming up a lot on my TikTok, where there's, if there's a sibling who takes more attention from the parents, it affects the other sibling. Mm-hmm. Do you think that having a sister who required so much attention from your parents kind of made you have that anxious attachment? Because, like, you I, weren't getting that? Must be it. Yeah. That's the only other thing I can think of. Yeah. That must have played a bigger role, I guess, than, than yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. Right? And I very much, I did hold the kind of expectation for many years there where I can't be problematic mm-hmm. because they're dealing with so much of my sister, right? And yeah, that almost screams the anxious part of it. Or not screams it, but like... But that, maybe. It definitely, I can see where that would come. But that also yeah. is kind of avoidant where like the dim- dismissive. That's where I would have been like, oh, I have to do everything on my own. Yeah. Right? And so... And with the the avoidant attachment, they prefer to avoid close relationships and intimacy with others in order to remain a sense of independence and invulnerability. This means they have difficulty with intimacy and value autonomy, self, and self-reliance. To an extent, but I also feel like you're definitely not afraid to be, like, intimate. I vomit to someone, yeah. Yeah. So, that's why I'm confused. (laughs) That's so weird. I'm confused. Because I thought I was secure. (laughs) Apparently, I'm anxious. Even though I don't... Like, I have, I'm more of the, um, I'll close off before I'll be fearful or whatever. Like, I'm right. not fearful of being... Yeah, definitely. Like, fearful isn't the word for me or... No. Now I'm just kind of like, I'm meant- I took this quiz three times. Did you? And you got the same one yes. every time? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm just going to change it a little bit. As soon as Secure popped up on my screen, I was like... Oh my god, I have to tell Michaela. I have to tell her immediately. She's going to be shocked. And then I was like, wait, I need to save it. And I've been... I've never... I was like, I need to tell her, I need to tell her, I need to tell her, I need to tell her. I'll just touch on the last one. So with the the adults with the disorganized attachment style, um, hold negative self-model... Negative model of self and others. Mm -hmm. And they fear both intimacy and autonomy. Oh... So they prefer casual relationships. Okay. And they may stay in the dating stage of relationship for prolonged periods and call it off when it becomes more. Right. Okay. And then remain in that cycle. Yeah. Because they want the touch and the intimacy, but they don't want the emotional intimacy. Yeah. 
So that's where a lot of hookup culture comes from. Yeah, definitely. But hmm. not to say that in the most scattered way possible because I'm having a little spot mental spiral. That's so funny. Because in regards to childhood attachment, mm-hmm. throughout my entire degree, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm secure. Like, mm-hmm. I have no distrust of my parents. I can, yeah, like, everything was good. Everything was fine. But it's definitely the remote romantic relationship mm. side of things that I am very standoffish, even though I want it. Yeah. And I think that's why they place me in anxious over avoidant. Yeah. Because I want intimacy. Yeah. But the minute I see a red flag, I'm like, walls up. Yeah. Middle fingers up. I'm out. I see that feels avoidant. That feels very avoidant. you're avoiding the red flag or whatever. Exactly. Huh. And... And again, the whole self-worth thing of, of that it mentions, I yeah. don't see myself as having like a negative self-worth. I know I'm very capable. I know I'm... This sounds so conceited. <laughs> I know I'm pretty and I know yeah. I'm, I'm... Like, I know what... Exactly. My worth is in the world. I don't show up being like, oh, like, I don't know, like, yeah. shy, timid yeah. mannerisms. Yeah. No, you come on... You're like... You, you fill a room. Yeah. I'm like... That's what makes you so intimidating. Yeah. Is you're like, I'm on my own. I can do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want. I don't give two shits what you think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it on my own. Yeah. And for a lot of people who don't have that ability, that's terrifying. Yeah. Because I've been trying to think about what makes you so scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> after I like red flag episode and you're like, yeah, like, I just don't know what, like makes people be like afraid of me so i've just been like racking my brain <laughs> and so it feels like it's something where it's just like you come off where you're like i do what i want mm-hmm. take it or leave it yeah and you legitimately don't care yeah and so people are like whoa no thank you which again that's why you'd think it would be secure because you're like take it or leave it i'm fine doing whatever i want yeah so wild yeah. So I got put in the anxious. I don't, I just don't like, I don't fully resonate with that. And so what yeah. I, again, I still stand by this quiz because out of all the ones I could find, yeah, this one made the most sense it's because it's very concise and yeah. yeah. Caregiver one, caregiver two, romantic partner, general population. Yeah. So that's the most mm-hmm. diverse and answers it's not you like can get. 10,000 pages long and cost money and stuff. So exactly. Yeah. We'll also have that in our, um, or like descriptions as well, so you guys can take it and share your results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's so interesting. Because I'm definitely a more anxious person, very much so. But taking the test, it was kind of like, yeah, no, I am very securely attached. Because mm-hmm. like, well, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She was always there. Yes, I had two other siblings, but I never really. That never really bothered me. I never really felt like attention was being taken away from me. Yeah. Sometimes with my little sister, but that's just who she is. She's going to love that I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But, like, and even with my dad, like, I felt more connected to my dad as a kid. Yeah. Like, he was my preferred parent. Yeah. But, like, he was at work all the time, so I'd just, like, hang out with mom and stuff. And then when he would come home, I would be like, oh, yay, dad's home, and, like, be by his side. Yeah. And so it was never, like, a... I never had to fight for their attention. Well, and that's how my childhood was, too, though. Yeah. Like, that's that's very much, like, what you're describing right now is very much how it was with my parents growing that's up. That's so weird. Because my mom wasn't stay-at-home mom, but she was, 
she stayed at home for the first little bit. Then she mm-hmm. was my preschool teacher. Then she was my gym teacher. Right. And then she was a substitute teacher in our division. And then her classroom was beside mine. Yeah. And then by junior high, she's like, you're on your own. But, yeah. Like, I always had my mom there. Mm-hmm. And my dad was at work. But again, whenever he came back, I would yeah. race my dad. I would play soccer with him. We would just do all these, like, a lot of play time, play activities. Right. And if I, again, if my, I go to mom and dad for different problems. 100%. Yeah. But I have no fear of asking them for said problems. Yeah. That's so weird. Which is why I'm like, is is my anxious, or is this quiz saying I'm anxious because of the relationship aspect mm-hmm. solely? Yeah. Because I do have my guard up around friendships and relationships. Yeah. And again, even with my sister. Yeah. But my parents are like, wall separate from that. Exactly. And that's so weird because I feel like mine would definitely be different if my relationship with Bryce hadn't turned out so well. Yeah. Like, if we had had a messy breakup or something else had happened, like, that definitely would have changed it, but because he's someone, and I don't know if it was just because, like, I was on the high of moving into a really nice house and we were just so excited about it that I was like, yeah, like, I can depend on him. I go to him with my problems. I, like, yeah, he's definitely my safe place. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, if, like, that could have changed really easily. Yeah. So weird. Because of this answer, I really <laughs> dove into um, romantic relationships, like, or attachment styles in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, and what I found is that most romantic relationships are likely to re- reflect early attachment styles because they experience the person has with their caregiver in childhood would lead to the expectation um, as romantic partners. Mm-hmm. I can't confirm or deny this I though. I know. But you can. Yeah. Because I mean that's what worked out for you. Yeah. It doesn't always work out for everyone. Oh my goodness. But. I want everyone in my life to take this test. <laughs> yes. I'm so curious. <laughs> Me too. Um, but there is also research the other uh, that's come up more recently mm-hmm. um, that they propose that a single internal working model which is generalized across relationships, each type of relationship comprises a different working model. So this means the person could have a securely attached relationship with their parents, but insecurely with romantic relationships. Right. And that's where I could agree with. That's where you would fall into. Yeah, definitely. That's what I can agree with fully. Yeah. Based off of my personal experience. Again, Mm -hmm. am I in denial? Am I delusional? (laughs) Have I gone to a therapist? No. We may Um, never know. (laughs) I'm just like... I got it. I can therapize myself, as I've told myself. I thank you for using the word therapize. I, hmm? Did I coin that word? No, I coined therapism. therapism. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always said therapize. Is it a word? Who knows? Yeah. You can Google it. I got no idea. I just have always said that. <laughs> Type in the comments below. Is therapize a word? <laughs> no, Mac is stupid. Yeah, um, no, Mac. Go to therapy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speech therapy. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so, and that's where attachment styles fluctuate, right? Because Mm -hmm. having an anxious attachment style for me in romantic relationships, and even some friendships, would come from previous experiences with dating and poor friendships, which I definitely have. Yeah, and that's, I feel like I would be more anxious with... Friendships, Like, I've had really, really, really good friendships, but I've also had a few where it's like, no, mm-hmm. not what you want. And I'd be curious to see if your attachment answers 
would be different if you had done public school your entire life. Exactly. Because you had a very close-knit group of friends. Mm -hmm. And even now, it's a very close-knit, like... Yeah. Group of friends. It's not like you're experiencing a whole bunch of people other than exactly. like university was yeah. more generalized. And that would, if I had taken this test in university, I guarantee you my answer would have been different. Yeah. It would have been definitely anxious because of just like the long distance relationship, feeling like I needed to run away from my hometown. And the friends I had in university, like my first couple of years, weren't great. Like they weren't really friends. I only really started making really good friends in years three. Yeah. In year three. Not years three. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Took three, three many times. Yeah. Year three just over and over I just again. repeated it. <laughs> Got held back in year three. It was my favorite year. <laughs> just wanted to redo the courses yeah. again. Literally. Oh. But... So interesting. Right? Yeah. Um, internal models can also be conceptualized as the avoidant dimension of attachment. Okay. Which corresponds to the level of discomfort a person feels regarding psychological intimacy and dependency. So they're just scared to depend on other people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you say that you don't want to depend on anyone and you don't mm-hmm. want anyone to depend on you. Mm-hmm. So is that maybe where the anxious comes in? <laughs> I think so. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But like also, like I get nervous depending on solely on Bryce mm-hmm. when we're not married. Yeah. Because it's like so much could change so fast and so easy. Yeah. But like I know that I can depend on him. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But that one was specifically for avoidant, but there's also the anxious one. That mode of self often relates to beliefs of self-worth and whether or not one will be accepted or rejected by others. Okay. And I think I feel that in regards to love. Yeah. Because I've never been in love. Yeah. But I'm definitely avoidant to friends, anxious to romantic, and secure to my parents. (laughs) She just has them all. Does that categorize you as disorganized? I might as well at this point. Is all of the above? Like, literally. <laughs> is there an all of the above option? <laughs> I can't just have one. I can't be normal. I need to have them all. No. That's where your anxious comes in. You need to have a little bit of all of them. So <laughs> love to have my fit. Yeah. Oh this my god! I can't choose a career. Yeah, literally. I, just, I can't just like have you one just, thing and go. You just have anxious of, or attachment style to your careers too. But honestly, me too. But like, kind of, because I'm like, I want to do this, and 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 I want to travel, and I want to be a yoga teacher, and I want to, <laughs> and I want to have a house. But I don't want to ever stay in that house because I also want to have a private jet so I can have multiple vacation many homes. houses. Yes, and I want to visit these friends for this time. But I only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. What do I do with that? Yeah. Huh. So spicy. Yeah. I'm glad we got different ones though. <laughs> really shakes it up. I know. <laughs> new near new us. We're not going to have the same answers That's, at all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. I could be wild. I, yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. Let us know other personality tests you want us to take and see if we get the same or different answers. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Attachment styles are really neat. And I especially like, since we've been like preparing for this episode, it's like, I've been paying really close attention to how like everyone in my life like acts around other people and it's been Mm -hmm. very interesting to like analyze them yeah and i did that with love languages too it was really funny and so 
how do you think attachment styles affect love languages? Because I think they do affect each other. I see. Mm, I don't. To me, secure attachment style and quality time mm-hmm. are the same thing. Yep, they're the same word. Okay, I'm glad you went off that because I was going to say if someone's disorganized, they may feel more um, inclined to like words of affirmation because mm-hmm. they just want someone to say like, "Oh, I'm proud of you." Exactly. Yeah. Right. You might be craving that. Yeah. Kind of attachment. So. Yeah, or even that, or, or gift giving. Mm-hmm. But even gift giving could be like a you only give me gifts after you hit me kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So, Interesting. I think they're very I, much interconnected. Yeah. But then again, do I then get my... Because I think I get my love languages from my parents. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen. I think you're... Sorry to interrupt you. Um, no. Your words don't mean shit. Yeah. Plays into your anxious. Yeah. I think those two correlate. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also think my quality time and acts of service mm-hmm. comes from how I've received love yeah. in my secure side. Definitely. Everyone, like so my... maybe again, maybe I'm in denial, but I think they're separate. To me, they make sense that you can have separate attachment styles. Oh, yeah, definitely, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And I feel like definitely the base one with your... Like, I feel like the parents... I, don't, I guess I can't really say this because I feel like mine are just all kind of secure with little, like, little bits of anxious... Um, but yeah, where was I going with that? I lost my whole thought. Um, your base, your relationship with your parent kind of sets a base. Yeah. And then, yeah, Mm -hmm. you kind of go off that. It gives you the safety to explore, I guess, which is the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I think once I finally experience romantic love, Mm -hmm. I think I will be more like you. I think it will be secure. Yeah. We'll have to take this again in a couple years. You give me a couple years, you think I you know, a lot of faith in me, girl. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said a couple, like me two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Couples too. Yeah, I know, but it could be more. <laughs> oh my god. Four thirty would be preferred. Um Yeah, literally. <laughs> my favorite thing is when people come into the coffee shop and they're like, Can I get a couple cinnamon buns? And I'm like, How many would you like? Like you gotta give me a number. Like, does a couple mean two for you, or does a couple mean three? Or is yeah. that a few? A couple is two. I would just start with two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if, so two cinnamon buns? And they're like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, okay, great. Just yeah. say two. <laughs> just say two. Yeah. That's uh, so fun. Sorry. No, not at all. And so then I had to look into more. Mm-hmm. All of this had me leading, like, are certain attachment styles more compatible than others? Oh. Or is that a thing? That feels like it could be a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I found this article, um, a blog post more so, by MBG Relationships. Mm. She's a clinical psychologist who's writing this. And so the way she describes matchmaking, basically, as far as attachment styles goes. Right. Secure with secure. Green light. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, that works. Um, secure with anxious or avoidant is green yellow. Okay. So like you need the secure base if someone mm-hmm. has anxious or avoidant because it kind of roots them. Definitely. Um, secure with avo- uh, dis- um, disorganized red. Oh, because the secure is going to be craving the relationships, right. and disorganized is like is not going to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna 
again, that's where cheating yeah. would often come from because if you're disorganized and you don't want any intimacy. Exactly. And that would... Like, that would drive a secure... That would drive me insane. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anxious with anxious is yellow, which I think was interesting. But yeah. it's because they just kind of want to lean on each other, but it's not going to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. You're going to like, okay, I want to lean on you, but like, can I lean on you? Are you going to allow me to lean on you? Like, uh-huh. are you going to lean on me back? And... She also said for this one, the anxious with the um, disorganized is yellow as well. But I feel like there should be more red, but I can see where it's coming from, especially if it's an anxious specifically rather Mm -hmm. than avoidant because the anxious one wants love, Mm -hmm. but also is very distant. Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. disorganized is like the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anxious with the Smith, like, sorry, with the... um, the avoidant with the disorganized mm-hmm. red not good no bueno even the two anxious types so the anxious and the avoidant both yellow lights right for that but yeah so basically it's like the bottom line of everything that she's trying to say is that it also depends on context of relationships yeah but overall if you're gonna be um dismissive and stressy but you also want intimacy maybe don't be with someone who yeah doesn't care for intimacy at all right exactly or all you want is romantic love and attention don't be with someone who doesn't want that who at can't all. give that to you yeah exactly oh my goodness so many things to think about and i definitely thought there was like more to it when alexa mentioned it in um the relationships episode but it, it does feel like fairly cut and dry now that i know what my attachment style is yeah and so that's, this is everything that I was going on in my head. Mm-hmm. I keep rooting it back to child psychology, and it's beautiful to actually use my psychology degree because I'm not right. using it right now. <laughs> I'm enjoying using your psychology degree, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, to, I mean, to actually talk about because, like, I, I don't know, you learn about these things, and you're like, okay, yeah, check. Like, I'm secure. I'm good. Yeah. I got a good relationship with my parents. That's it. That's all. Exactly. But there is more to it, like, 100%. most things with psychology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Because nothing can be easy in life if you want to label every single thing. Well, yeah, and it's not like there was, like, four different options for each of those questions. There's, like, a scale, and so you kind of, like, how much does is that going to change your answers? Like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm just so just shocked and intrigued and just, yeah. yeah. So... The overall outcomes from this. Yeah. Journey's a stable one. Mac is not. What? Who would have thought that? Did you guys guess that? I didn't guess that. <laughs> oh my goodness. No. But yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, when I, like, after taking the test and I was like looking back at all of like my par- relationship with my parents, relationship with friends, relationship with Bryce, it's kind of like, yes, I'm, it also helps that I'm like an easy person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, like, even with you, like, we started talking, and it was just, like, like, I felt very secure in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, like, with Alexa, I still feel, like, very secure. And with Gavin, I'm very secure. And with Bryce, very secure. It's very just, like... That's like, I also feel very secure in our relationship, too. So, that's mm-hmm. why I think the anxious is, like, strictly relationships. relationships yeah. Like, romantic relationships. Yeah. Because I, I can agree to all of that when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to separate just, like, generalized anxiety Mm -hmm. from attachment style. Yeah. Because I don't have generalized anxiety. And I feel like I definitely do a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Undiagnosed. And so it's just, like, I will get (laughs) anxious about things. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm scared that Bryce is going to leave me or you're going to decide that you don't want to do this podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, but that's not like all consuming. I'm going to distance myself from you mm-hmm. and become very. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, if you want to say it, put it like that, then yeah, I've definitely had my stresses. And when it comes to that with friendships, yeah, like, exactly. oh, no, they actually don't care about me. Like, I, I'm just, I, they don't want me here. Mm-hmm. I have that, but it's not an everyday thing. And so that's why mm-hmm. I just never would have picked myself as an anxious attachment style. Yeah. So apologies to Alexa when I said blatantly <laughs> in relationships, like, oh yeah, I'm secure. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Apparently not. Eating our words. I'm humbled. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, I can't I'm wait. I'm shocked, though. I'm also kind of in denial because I don't agree with everything. I can see to points of it, I but I aspects. definitely don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely got to be more to it. The self-worth side of things, mm-hmm. I definitely think I'm more, I'm, I'm quicker to have a negative view of others than I am of myself. And I'm wondering where in the test they pulled that from. Exactly. Right? Because it wasn't like, can you depend on yourself? There was no question like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, wild. And yeah, like it's I don't know. It's a psychology concept where like they're trying to categorize people into groups, but like, can they be categorized into these groups? You know, like yeah. same as Myers Briggs, where like mm-hmm. I don't know. But this feels very. There hasn't been much challenging to it, has there? Like, not a lot it of people have been like. um the attachment styles are dumb, like, we don't like them, they're flawed in this way, or Bowlby was a bad guy. Not really. People have just added on. Oh, and interesting. So, so that's the thing, like, Bowlby comes, and then um, Mary Ainsworth is like, okay, let's see how they act in a room. Mm-hmm. And then Diana... Bomb-rind, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the name I cannot pronounce. Um, she then is like, but your parents are part of this. Mm. Part of the reasons. So everyone just kind of adds on aspects. I know. I want my parents to take this test. I'm so (laughs) curious. And my sister and my brother and all my friends. Yeah. So interesting. So cool. Because I remember watching like the Mary Angelou's videos and just being like so scared that they would make a child go through that. Especially if they were like an insecure attachment where they'd get like really upset when the caregiver would leave the room. I was like, why would you do that to the kid? Like that's got to be traumatizing. Very much so. Yeah. I was like, that's that's right there is affecting their attachment style yeah as, well at the age yeah right? at that age yeah but yeah spicy that's what i have on that if you know of a better quiz mm-hmm. send it our yeah, way let us know um we will link the quiz link in the description mm-hmm. and you relate to me let me know if you relate to <laughs> me let me know or if you just think i'm in denial also let me know <laughs> Now I'm pulling <laughs> myself down. Okay. <laughs> and this is where we end the episode. No. Hmm, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we got different ones from each other and different than what we thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. Maybe I'll take it again tonight and see what I get. Well, I was in denial. I took it three times. Yeah. I took, and also took this quiz. I got anxious on every other quiz I took testing quizzes. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. Okay. Yeah, that one's yours. Took like five quizzes last night, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're gonna go with. I guess it's this one because be. caregiver one two. Yeah. I like I like that aspect of it. Yeah, the but. website's very. It's also very easy to read. Just like the attachment project or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. okay. So to wrap up today's episode, Journey has some fun. Would you rather 
questions relationship edition yeah which will maybe just like solidify if i'm anxious or not (laughs) (laughs) okay well i'll start you off with an easy one okay would you rather be rich or well-traveled oh well well-traveled i would rather be rich because then i can be well-traveled yeah but to be well-traveled you also would have to have money in between that's true i guess that's kind of like a yeah both of them yeah like the way i read that is like either i can be rich and be in one spot or mm-hmm. i can be well-traveled yeah i guess if it's like well-traveled you don't have to worry about where your money's coming from how you're making it whatever mm-hmm. definitely well-traveled yeah definitely okay would you rather be in an unbalanced relationship where you love them more or where they love you more they love me so, more yeah 100 percent. that's actually kind of a dumb question um <laughs> Sorry. Let us know if you'd rather be in a relationship where they love you more versus you love them more. Would you rather be with a jealous partner or a distant one? Distant. Mm. Jealous. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I couldn't do distance. I can't do the emotional reactivity of jealous. I'm like, yo, chill. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just leave me alone if you're going to be emotional. <laughs> come on (laughs) okay Uh, interesting Uh, (laughs) there it is oh my goodness okay um would you rather have an ambitious partner or a funny one oh that's hard Uh, right ambitious because those are two very very core things i like both yeah both are preferred but if i had to choose i'd rather have someone be ambitious because i'd like them to want to do something with their life rather than sit around and crack jokes yeah exactly unless they were a comedian and they made a living out of that exactly then funny one yeah because matt rife have you are you on matt rife tiktok (laughs) yeah he's beautiful um would you rather live with television or books Mm, i'm gonna go television I like reading, but I watch more TV. I <laughs> books. I love books. Yeah. I love books. Um, oh my goodness! Would you rather go on a long hike together or a long drive? Both drive though, probably because I like the ease. I like. I do like hikes though, but. Hmm. I think I'd rather do a hike than a drive. Hmm. I think of road trips, like, when I think of, like, I would love to do a road trip with my significant other and, like, build out a van and do the van life thing and... Yeah. Okay. Would you rather be with someone who snores loudly or has bad breath? All the time? Uh, well, you can't snore all the <laughs> time. bad breath all the time? I guess so. And just snores loudly. Yeah. Yeah, me too, because that's what I have. Um... <laughs> Okay, would you rather be with a partner who never shaves or one who cu- never cuts their toenails? Oh, never shaves. Yeah, Please definitely. Cut your toenails. Toenails are yucky. Um, would you rather share a toothbrush with your partner or have to wear their underwear? Every day. I feel like um, in extenuating circumstances. Like, if you go for a sleepover, would you rather wear their underwear or use their toothbrush? Like, if you go on vacation. 
a vacation toothbrush. I mean, you're already kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, toothbrush. I, I don't know. It'd be weird. I don't enjoy men's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, ooh. This was, would you rather faint during an important presentation to your managers or at your wedding? Mm. Wedding? I, like, almost fainted at work, so... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like... Doesn't really, neither of those really matter. Yeah. Would you rather wrestle a gorilla or two alligators? I'm gonna get annihilated either way. <laughs> I know, but a gorilla might be fuzzy. It might be quicker. I'm gonna go gorilla because I feel like you might be able to reason with a gorilla <laughs> a little bit better than an alligator. Gorilla, no. <laughs> well, I just think okay. Greenland, we were talking about yeah, crocs I and know. death rolls and my arm never, ripping off. And I wouldn't fight. I wouldn't choose alligators. Yeah. Because there's two of them. You have yeah. to, like, they could You're come at you. You're losing either way. Yeah. The gorilla can annihilate you. You can probably but, run away from a gorilla, but it's hard to run away from two alligators. But you might be able to reason with a gorilla better than alligators. Exactly. Unless you have a paddle and you can beat the crap out of the alligators that way. That's the only way you're <laughs> getting out of that. That's true. Or climb a tree. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick with Gorilla. I'm also going to stick with Gorilla. I'm dead. Either way, I lost the, the battle. Okay. So after you die, would you rather reincarnate as a lion or a dog? A lion. Oh, yeah. Me too. I definitely thought you were going to say dog. No. Oh. Although, honestly, being a dog wouldn't be that bad because then you just get to live a cushy life. But a lion You get to fun. live a cushy life if you're a good lion. That's true. That's true. Um, would you rather be able to, oh wait, would you rather outlive your partner or have them outlive you? Outlive my partner. I'm trying to make it to a hundred. Oh, me too. You're the only <laughs> other person who wants to do that. <laughs> I want to be a hundred so bad, but I'd rather. I think it's a flex if you say you lived a century. I want to make it to a hundred, but I also want Bryce to die after me. Sweet, that's not going to happen. I know, it's really sad. We're not going <laughs> to talk about it. Um, yeah. um, if you could time travel, would it be to the past or the future? Past. Why? I find comfort in what's already happened. Oh, that's a great way to put that. And I don't really... I also love Victorian houses. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Um, and I don't really care to see what dystopia happens in the future. Yeah. Yep, those are my thoughts. Exactly. Like, almost word for word. That's crazy. <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> I guess not really. Mm-hmm. Okay, last one. Would you rather have a photographic memory or have the ability to delete bad memories? Photographic memory? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'd love to have, like, a photographic memory. I can just, like, see something and read it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather feel something too much than not at all. Yeah. And, like, what, like, you forget bad memories, like, to an extent. Like, when you look back in the past, like, there's the exceptionally bad memories, but, like, there's also some where, like, don't seem as big in the future as they were in the moment. Well, bad memories also don't necessarily influence how you rule your life now. I think a photographic memory is just a good tool to have overall. I think it would be very handy. And it just, Mm -hmm. like, expands. Like, you could be an incredible lawyer. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I'm, suits. I'm not going to be a lawyer, but yeah. Dude, if I had a photographic memory, <laughs> oh my goodness, I would just do so many things. Yeah. But I don't. 
I have a really, really not photographic memory. <laughs> Anti-photographic if memory. If anything else, it's like a 1980s Xerox machine where it's just like, and something comes out, it's not even the same thing you printed. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for tuning in to Attachment Styles. Um, I'm Mac. I'm, it's Jubes. <laughs> I thought we were giving our socials. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm also I'm just Jubes. <laughs> and I'm also Mac Joy. And we're sometimes about to slap and you should follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> Except for Twitter. We do. We don't have too much to say for Twitter. We say it all in the podcast. Oh my goodness. All of our episodes are an hour. How could we get that down to 140 characters? <laughs> and we will oh see you next goodness. week. Thank you. Don't Thank forget to you. like, subscribe, rate, review. All of the above. Yes. We um, appreciate you. Yeah. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>